It's time for First Voices Radio with Tilkison Ghost Horse. Please stay tuned. Land, air, and water. It's nature's law. First Voices Radio brings to you the basics of how not to violate the law and presents the voices of people experiencing the consequences of war against Mother Earth. We bring the awareness of a different paradigm to the airwaves as we shed the same old systematic paradigm that is killing Mother Earth. You can hear the perspective of indigenous peoples throughout the world and how they live with the law, land, air, and water. The voices of the original peoples, our guests are from every continent on earth, endangered, unheard, and forbidden from being heard on mainstream and the neoliberal left airwaves, whether it is alternative or progressive radio. What makes you such a threat? We choose the right to be who we are. We know the difference between the reality of freedom and the illusion of freedom. There's a way to live with Earth and a way not to live with Earth. We choose the way of Earth. It's about power. Greetings and good day and welcome my relatives. I shake your hands with a good heart. It's good for all of us to be here. Look to the forever ones first and let's acknowledge relationship to all. The life-giving force of the sun and wake up. It's time to wake up now, my relatives and relations. Today will be a good day and I'm here in a humble way. I'm a common, ordinary man of earth. And you're listening to First Voices Radio and I carry the name Teokazin Ghost Horse. Sending you greetings and strength from the highlands of the Asopus or temporarily called the Catskill Mountains, and the lands of the Muncie-speaking Lenape. This is an all-Native hosted, all-Native produced First Voices Radio, and Liz Hill from a Red Lake Ojibwe Nation is the producer of First Voices Radio. And I want to welcome two guests here in studio, Kutral uh, Vargas, Waiki Mia, mm-hmm. and uh, Montserrat Mont-Mont, 
Caro, I'll just say it that way and, and <laughs> kind of skip over details. I don't want to do that. But I want to just uh, go with Kutral first, who is from both born in Chile. Both are from Chile. Kutral was born in 1989, based in Val, Valdivia. Chile is an interdisciplinary visual arts performance artist and creative writer. Her work inter- interrogates settler narratives and practices extractivism and overconsumption that allow colonial continuity in Mapuche lands the south of Chile and Argentina through parody, pastiche, and mounting or alterations. Cutral intertwines pop culture and critiques of environmental racism and violence against indigenous peoples. Drawing from her experience as a trans-feminine person, her work expands traditional and colonial understandings of the Mapuche body and affirms its enjoyment as sovereign territory beyond cis-heteronormativity. At present, Kutral stands as one of the most impactful Mapuche artists, exemplifying a significant and influential presence within the artist landscape of Chile. In Mons, Caro, born in 1982 in Vino del Mar, Chile earned her B.A. in Humanities at the University of Adolfo Ibanez uh, in Chile and also works in social communication and the title of journalist at the University of Adolfo Ibanez in Chile in, and an M.A. in Chilean and Hispano-American literature is at the Pontifica University Católica de Valesparacio. That's Spanish. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. And Chile, 2015, has a PhD in Iberian and Latin American literatures and cultures with a graduate por- portfolio in Native American and Indigenous Studies at the University of Texas. And um, I'd like to welcome both of you. And uh, we'll we'll start with uh, the doctor, Dr. Um, Mons here. Um, Monse. 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 Okay, thank you. And you, you generally taught in Spanish, and your topics are related to indigenous and land relations, poetics, and pedagogies, as well as settler colonial racialization, mestizo sensibilities, and anti patriarchal literary, artistic, and art- activist work in Latin America. And I'd like to welcome you both to First Forces Radio. It's an honor. Thank you so much. It's our honor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so let's let's start with that, Dr. Monse. Um, When we talked earlier, we were talking about the journey to get here. Mm -hmm. You know what it is. What is that for for someone such as yourself to get to the United States? The gates that had to open, the 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 ones that had to shut. Yeah. And and then brings you to this radio station here on First Voices. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, um, I can picture a lot of um, constellation of relationships <laughs> comes to mind. Um, and one one of those relationships um, that we have in common, I was telling you before off air um, that I met uh, Dr. Luis Carcamo Huechante, who is a Mapuche, Mapuche um, scholar from Chile, but that he migrated to the United States a long time ago. And he was visiting Chile um, at the place where I was studying at the time. And that's how we met. And um, it's because of him that I 
I came to travel all the way from Chile, first time in the U.S. to study a PhD with him. So for me, he's a mentor. Um, it's, a, it's a very important figure in my life, and 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 Kuchal also knows him, and and now we know that you too. <laughs> Small world. Yeah, and your courses that you teach brought Kuchal, or did you do Kuchal before? You brought Kutral here because of your association with Luis. Right. So, because um, um, I've been studying Mapuche poetics and politics um, for a long time now. And so, um, for it, within my research, um, I met I met Kutral's work um, actually through a poet, yeah. a, another Mapuche poet, Roxana Miranda. Roxana Miranda Rupailab, she introduced us, and and uh, and and that's how I I got to know Kutral and her work as a creative writer with experimental poetry and experimental novels. Um, and yeah, that was like in 2018. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I think. And so you you've known each other for at least five or six years. Yeah, and and Kutral, Kutral, why? Kimia, I like, I love that. Um, it's spelled differently than you hear it for me, <laughs> but yeah. And so you got together, and the Mapuche that you come with that that feeling with Mapuche. Um, before we talk to you, let's let's talk about the Mapuche. Who are the Mapuche? So many people in the United States, oh, that's another Native American people. But mm-hmm. They don't know where the Mapuche specifically are from. I mean, some do, but most Americans don't. Well, um, first of all, I'm I'm gonna say hi. My name is Kompuche. In Cheta Kutral Barga Huaykimilla Pinin. My name is Kutral. I'm glad to be here. And well, Mapuche people. How you do you translate um, Mapuche in English? Come on, I don't know. It's uh, People of the land, I don't think, or or it is like this. People of the land. Yeah, the translation would be people of the land, um, because I am, in my perspective, I think we we belong to the to to the land. So um, we have a deep relationship with with the space, and well, of course, we grew up there. So. there is a lot of um, a connection with that. So, and Mapuche people is uh, located. Um, um, I don't know. It's like the the center, maybe the center to the south of the country. Yeah. Uh, until um, the uh, from the Pacific to the Atlantic. So, um, it's. Argentina and Chile together, and that's Mapuche Nation. It's called Walmapu, um, which is the the original name. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. We're cool people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, to me, that's very interesting, and you know, just just a vision envision where the Mapuche are from is like the long sliver or the long nation of Chile is on the Pacific side and it's that southern half mm-hmm. and then you, without the borders, you go into Argentina, yeah. Patagonia and all that. That's where um, the, the majority is in Chile of, of the Mapuche people. About two million people. 
I don't know the the numbers now. Yeah. I, I it's difficult to know also yeah. because it depends on how people identify when yeah. they do the okay. like the surveys. Um, yeah. Is it remote? The census very remote in places inaccessible. Not really. No, yeah. you think like people don't live remotely, like in inaccessible places. Oh. No, it's throughout the whole country, really, but more so located more in the southern part of Chile and Argentina. Well, and in Santiago, the capital. And in Santiago, there's yeah, there's a huge bunch there of Mapuche people living, because. Um, There, I think there's there's some mistakes about thinking about uh, Mapuche people just living on rural areas or just in the south, because there it's called um, a word. It's Warriache, which means um, people of the city, which are Mapuche who lives in the city. So, or maybe they were born there. So, um, there there is a whole spectrum about Mapuche living. Um, in the rural areas on the countryside, but also in the cities. So it's a pretty, pretty ex expanding all over the the, the country. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there well, were no reserve. There are no reservations yeah. as oh, they are okay. here. Yeah. So there's um, we could say that like a diaspora of oh, Mapuche yeah. people everywhere, <laughs> like Luis, <laughs> like Luis. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and the language is Ma Mapuche. Mapusungun. Mapudugun. Mapusungun. Mapusungun. Yeah. And that's that's the primary language of the Mapuche people. Now, let's talk about you, Kutrell. Mm -hmm. You came to the U.S. and your work is interrogating the settler narratives and practices and um, underlying extractivism and overconsumption. And for as me living in the United States, you think, well... Chile is not the United States, but it is a Western developing country. Yeah. And so these two main ingredients of extractivism and overconsumption mimics what's going on in the West here in the United States. So would you talk a little bit about the how you question settler narrative? Um, well, I think th there is a big question about <laughs> <laughs> But I think um, it's through my bi biography, Because uh, I was, I was li when when I was uh, um, a little kid, I was living in in, in a rural area, and then um, I went to the city to live, and and when I was living in the city, I I found out about I don't know publicity and TV, um, all the all all those things which are. Um, activating, I don't know, a lot of ideas, and and I'm 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 a I'm a little bit obsessed about that, you know, like the the logos and the the movies, which are also American. A lot of a lot of American movies um, are like references, so it's 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 a mix of everything, and I I. I think I'm obsessed with that, first of all. <laughs> and um, then um, I'm starting to write and discovering a, a lot of stuff. And and also, um, I think 
uh, I can't stop looking at that, mm-hmm. <laughs> which okay. is uh, the sign, you know, oh, yes. that sign with light. And for me, it's like that overconsumption is that like a big light in the in the street area and and then I became with these ideas of a of a project called um, Mall Mapu, which is a a, 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 a a mixture between the the word mall and Mapu, which is land in Mapu Zungun, a Mapuche language. And I started to do some uh, fake logos um, with um, Mapuche words, like um, like this. Is what I have here. So I, Your tattoo. I, yeah, my tattoo. So I, I work with that. Um, I take um, a really famous brand like I don't know Nike, and then I transform that into um, Mapuche language, and I make a tattoo on my body. So I'm I I became like um, a living I don't know <laughs> ad. a living <laughs> ad, you know. Yeah. So you're like shifting consciousness. Yeah. In a way. I mean, you're you're describing to what I would say is is noise. Mm-hmm, yeah. All of that is noise, and it's it's drowning out the, the original uh, messages of indigenous folks, mm-hmm. you know, which is Earth primarily. And you talked about that, and the, some of the narratives that you talk about are, are the settler narratives, and that's one of them. The mm-hmm. consequence, I guess, of that, but the extractivism and overconsumption. The extractivism. Would you talk about that? Okay. Ex- Extractivism, I think, um, for me, also is um, um, really close to my biography because I used to live in, in the countryside, and then um, there, um, there is a lot of um, monoculture uh, crops or yeah, like monocrops, monocrops yeah. um, yeah. yeah. uh, with uh, eucalyptus and a lot of pine. Mm-hmm. So um, that affected a lot of my. The my grandfather's uh, land, um, he planted all those trees there. So I was living next to the, 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 I don't know the plantation. Yeah, the yeah. plantation yeah. of the those trees, which um, there after that becomes I don't know paper, boxes, and other stuff, and. I was analyzing that and going through really deep and started to write a book um, which um, talk about the, that problem because it started in, in the 70s um, with the dictatorship, well, um, before, but I think it, um, the bigger problem was there. So on dictatorship, um, some laws changed and then all the land was robbed, and and they started to to plant those uh, those kind of trees, and with uh, they are um, make, like making a, like a living uh, desert there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- those trees um, consume a lot of water, which is so important uh, for human people, for humans, and and. Are destroying um, all the all the places. So, in in and and this is a, a really massive business, um, which is um, super destructive of the of of, of the our land. Mm-hmm. Indigenous peoples. Yeah. Abuche. Monse, when do we first heard of Gutral? You know, and her work. 
your experience with in understanding it from mm-hmm. from Cottrell's perspective is um you would have to go deep mm-hmm. sort of the etymology of her of culture of both of you and bringing that to the US and it seems to me that there is also the stereotypes that is in your way down down in Chile and as well as here mm-hmm. your stereotypes against indigenous peoples mm-hmm. um, the consciousness that you have that you brought with the land um, of the Mapuche and then you bringing that here what walls would you say what divisions are there that Mapuche or even indigenous peoples of South America have to get over mm-hmm. yeah I am If I may, I would like to flip the question okay, and good. say, what are the walls that um, that settler, like people that belong to this settler society, as myself, that were raised in a settler society a Chile, in Chile, the Chilean settler society, what are the walls that that don't allow us to actually see indigenous peoples uh, for what they are? instead of a stereoty- stereotyping them, right? Because that has been my experience as someone who is non- not indigenous. And I would say, obviously, the, the education that we received, um, uh, it, it's based on, on the official history of settler states, and that's here in the U.S., and that happens also in Chile. Um, because that the continuity of the colonial order um it's it's still it's still <laughs> happening and so when um when i started when i started um my interest in mapuche poetry art poetics and politics was because i realized that i was so ignorant about it and that most people i knew were ignorant about about who the mapuche people were and um But at the same time, um, I started noticing all of the violence that was happening against Mapuche people, um, the land theft, and but it was coded in the newspaper for a settler audience. And so something just was strikingly mean, and, you know, something was really deeply wrong there. And... Um, So I think it's our responsibility as uh, the the Chile people who are not indigenous or non Mapuche. It's our responsibility to um, educate ourselves and and you know like break down those walls. You're listening to First Forces Radio. My name is Tiokas and Ghostors. We're speaking with Cutrell Waikimia. Close. I'll, I'll close, yeah. And Monse <laughs> yeah. Caro, both from Chile. And both of you said something, you know, what really reminded me. There's a sensibilities, there's a sensibility between you two, understanding that this is what you have to unlearn mm-hmm. and what you also have to unlearn. But how are we going to relearn what we've learned? Because that same educational block is how imperialism or in other words that everybody's supposed to live and and learn what the west says right mm-hmm. instead of like your grandfather like my grandfather didn't learn that education actually that the, the land taught them because they were living with the earth you see and that's what i'm feeling from you your your art is coming from from earth 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe I'm prompting it too too much for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's okay. Um, I think um, we have to be uh, uh, rebellious about everything or question everything. That's why I, I I took all those subjects like publicity and fashion and 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 flip it. So um, for me, it's that um, questioning about everything, unlearning, and 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 trying to be ironic also because um, there is a lot of pain, there is a lot of sorrow in in our history, and I'm trying to do. Um, something different i think um because i don't want to be suffering all the time and i i don't want to be the 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 new kids are are living that 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 kind of life so for me um my job um tries to to do that i don't know um just be ironic and funny and enjoy our life so in for me is that i think that's uh, i think my my rebellious ways of, of being well i'm a trans woman too um and so i don't know transforming my body and going deep to my roots because um my my grandfather um um don't doesn't doesn't speak um the language and um mapuche language and um and he, And probably he he's not been, he's never going to learn it, and I'm going the the opposite way. I'm I'm going to right through the land or right through the earth, right? Yeah. Like like a tree, maybe I don't know. Putting my roots there and and trying to find something which is an unknown, but um, we're doing it anyway because um, that's the way it is. I don't know. Uh, making some questions about yeah. everything makes me want to be young again. <laughs> It's like, oh, I can do it differently this time, and this is how I'm going to do it. But no, this is we should uh, take a break and uh, come back with and talk more about the roots and the rebel in you, and you know how we return to Earth, so to speak, how we relearn rather than the old classical learn mm-hmm. and carry that the rest of our lives because that seems to be just dissipating. It, it's we're no longer products. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. My name is Tioxen Ghost Horse, and we'll be right back after this this song out of Australia. Constant fight for justice To pave the way for change Living in denial Going through the same old cycle Penal colony survival Depending on your ball and chain System gonna customize The man ain't gonna redefine you Gotta hunt like a nighttime spider Depending on your ball and chain 
My name is Tiokes and Ghost Horse. You're listening to First Voices Radio. And the song you just heard was by Xavier Rudd, Ball and Chain, out of Australia. And talking about how, basically you heard what he's talking about. He sang about how maybe there's something that they're not really looking at is the basically the guilt, the shame that that his generation, the young generation who are non-native to the land of Australia are having to face now. And that how much healing has to be done in Australia with the Aborigine or the indigenous peoples. And it's kind of like what we're talking about here with Kutrell, Waikimia, and Monse Karo. 
we finished with talking about the roots and the rebel and the earth and now I wanted to continue that because it feels good to be in in, in studio with y'all. It's comfortable. <laughs> if we have another hour, we could go with that, but I, I'm sure we can <laughs> run over into the next hour here. But it's good that we're here. So, Kutrell, uh, let's let's continue with your experience as a trans trans feminine person. How is the difference in treating? See, I don't like doing this because that means I'm I'm pointing you out, isolating you because you are a trans feminine person. Mm-hmm. But as a human being, the impactfulness you have as as an artist, I'm a buche. You came up with words like parody and pastiche and mm-hmm. moding or modding and altering. And I liked how you described ir- irony, ironic, mm-hmm. I- ironic. Ironic. And, and just to bring a little cultural thing into it, ironic in my culture is is medicine. Because hmm. it's at a point of turning. Yeah. And you're able to see reflective. So it's how you really understand this foreign language of English as you... Mm-hmm the foreign language of, of Spanish, where you're from, right? So it's understanding that the etymology of it and how much it's affected our meanings and basically decoded. So we have to interpret in their language what we really mean mm-hmm. and we can't really feel. There's no definitions because the meaning is, is not a definition in my language. What you're talking about is, you know, has more feeling to it. It's the DNA, the energy that you bring here. Well, um, I, w- I would um, I would speak about the the ironic things because um, I think we're we're always in, in a constant translation. I think, mm-hmm. and um, that's what it's important to me because. It's super weird that I'm speaking English, which mm-hmm. <laughs> is not my native <laughs> language, and um, it's supposed to be, I don't know, super foreign, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I grew up with this, right? With the the movies, the music, and and all the stuff that, that, that comes from the U.S. to Chile and Latin America, and... For me, it was um, I don't know going deep to to the 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 the, the far um, language and and take it and make it my own, and then um, creating another language. I don't know. For me, it's it's like um, that. I want to be. I want to do. I think um, my own nation. My own nation is my bo- my body is my own nation. So I'm representing, of course, um, Mapuche people and. But I want to create um, a language, a new language, maybe. I think it's, of course, it's a, a little bit, uh, I don't know, the, the word... Um, um, presumptuous. Yeah, presumptuous, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I think it's it's a new, a new form of seeing uh, things. And I'm inviting all the people and I'm... I'm using the the techniques of the of the massive consumption and and the massive languages um, like English maybe and and of course for me that's because um, the the logo it's it's so important to me because it's a brand right mm-hmm. and branding it's super important for Americans and all over the world I think 
and so I'm I'm trying to take those nations, those um, symbols, maybe, and reconnecting and and doing and this new translation. So it, it it's a feeling too, right? Because um, when when people think about I don't know Nike or Puma. Um, It's a it's a way of living and um, lifestyle, etc. And I I try to take that and almost destroy it and make something new. So for me, it's, I think that it's that, and it sometimes is ironic, sometimes is um, hurtful, hurtful maybe because I don't know the tattoos, uh, but it's a, a super a, 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 um, a representation of oh, what is happening to my people or what's happening to me, and I think it it's like a mirror. I think I don't know. Yeah. If I may jump yes, in, please. yeah, um, please. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love your art, like your work so much, because, um, well, one, it 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 completely, like your work doesn't let people think about Mapuche people and indigeneity mm -hmm. within the that constructor construction, right? It, you totally blow that up. That's one thing, and the and the other thing is that. Um, I think it like you, the work that you're doing with the tattoos that and the the you know modding or altering those logos and brands and words um, of the of uh, of the settler language and you and you alter it and change it into a new neo Mapuche maybe a f Mapu Mapuche futurism right? <laughs> or something like that. Um, uh, it, it's like someone when people see that uh, or my experience when i saw that um first i was puzzled you know but that's mm -hmm. good because that brings in the questions and then it made me reflect a lot about how fashion and, and overconsumption and this con con consumerism society actually goes back to hurting the land mm -hmm. and so for me uh, your work helps me understand how the land has been commodified yeah. um, and all the bodies of the land mm -hmm. yeah when I see a dress I don't see a dress I see um, history you know mm -hmm. like pain and I don't know, people running from their places because they don't have water. Um, and I think this is happening all over the world too, not just on, on my land. It's everywhere yeah. and it's sad. And perhaps speaking to the language we both speak, you speak Spanish, Spanish and English. It's colonial settler language. Yeah. What I'm thinking is, you know, even the words that we say, territory, Mm -hmm. Do we really know the etymology of that language, Latin, that is 62% of English and more so in Spanish, is Latin oriented, coming mm -hmm. from that history from back, uh, way back <laughs> centuries ago. And one of the words that I learned lately, what the etymology, the, the root of territory means, it means hold a place subjective to terror. What? Wow. You see, and this is the language that's been buried that we don't know the meanings mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about, like, even the word consider. You know, what that means is to sit with the stars. Mm 
Mm. So you think about indigenous peoples 100,000 years ago contemplating, considering the stars. That's what we were doing. So that language may not have to be new, it's just that relearning the, the language we're speaking at and using the energy properly. Mm-hmm. Um, like animals use tools of the earth properly. They're still originally in their instructions, learning, learning how to fly, the fish are using rhythm. Can you talk a little bit about um, the event that we're going to have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the event. Yes, we have an opening. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we want to invite everybody to come through uh, next Thursday, twenty-two February twenty-two. This coming Thursday, Um, it's the opening of Kutral's exhibition at Vassar College, at the Palmer Gallery, that's in Poughkeepsie, at Vassar College um, at five thirty p.m. and yeah, the exhibition. Do you want to talk about? It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, well, um, it's it is a research. Maybe yeah, the word would be research, right? Or investigation. It's, it's a yeah research. Yeah, it's a. We should deep, say the name also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really deep um, research um, about um, a brand called Abolengo, which. Means um, um, an illustrious um, what is it ancestry ancestry wow and uh, it, and oh here it is of course well well no, no. illustrious ancestry and well it's also um, a napkin brand in Chile um, and this napkin um, it's made out of um, monocrop um, trees which I was investigating too and this um, belongs to a really wealthy family um, who who has um, this um, I don't know big company called a holding company not not even a company it's a holding yeah and called CMPC CMPC right and when I was um, younger (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I saw a TV ad uh, um, in the 90s, from the 90s. Um, one is the, from 1990, and, and the other one is in 1993. And those com- those commercial ads are so, so, um, I don't know, uh, like a premonition of what's going on in the future, because... Um, the, I I, um, I think I, I need to tell about the, the TV ad, right? Because um, there is a family, well, of course, they're all white, and 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 in a minute, um, a mother's and makes um, a little a paper boat and gives them to a child, and the child put it in the water, and everything it gets dry, and then in 1993. There is another commercial, and that is super racist because they have this um, um, idea of the Western, and there is indigenous people attacking um, a, a white family, a, a colonial family, and they run away, and suddenly they make this paper boat, and then put it in the in the river. They cross, and then they 
make the water uh, run again and the indigenous people it's drowned right yeah <laughs> wow. yeah and, it, and so i identified the racism and in, in the in those ads and i said well there's there's some work here so um i i did some sculptures made made out of the napkins which are really big <laughs> big paper boats big made out paper of the napkins boats, yeah wow. Wow. And we have the ads and some videos and uh, soundscapes. So it's an um, immersive um, experience. Uh, yeah, immersive experience and in, in art installation. Yeah. Abolengo, an illustrious history of looting in Mapute lands and featuring the work of our guest, Chilean based indigenous Mapuche artist Kutral Vargas Waikimia. And that's Thursday, the 22nd at 5.30 at the Palmer Gallery, Vassar College, which is in Poughkeepsie. And she'll be there performing by the artist and answering questions. Yeah. Invitation is is, uh, all to out everybody, and it seems to be free. Yeah, it is. It is free. it is. And you'll be here for two-week residencies Mm -hmm. until February 19th. Or, or no, beginning. Um, Until March. March March 1st. Wow. So, um, is there anything, closing thoughts that you have, um, your first impression, your first time in the U.S.? Yeah, it's the first time. Mm. And it might match yours, too, right? Monse, the first time in the U.S. Would you, would you? Well, my first time now in the U.S., I've been here four days, and it's mind-blowing, of course, because everything looks like a movie, you know, for me, who is a person who lives in Latin America and watch all these TV shows and stuff. But um, I'm, I'm getting used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm getting used to this, <laughs> this kind of movie <laughs> experience. Mm. But um, I think there is a lot of resistance to, um, well, Monse is working with some people that I'm going to know and, and, I, I hope there is some conscious and I we're, we're lucky to be speaking with you and maybe it's more people are going to be in um, teaching me a lot of stuff so um, I think I'm I'm open uh, for all the possibilities the this um, trip is offering me that's great to hear mm-hmm. Monse you're <coughs> Your first time. I mean, any thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, um, it's been it's been to be here, Tio Cassin. It's so important uh, because it, it was just it, it was through. I want to shout out Lala Montoya. <laughs> it was through Lala also that I came to know your name and the fact that um, that Kutal can be here talking to you right now. I think it's very special. And um, we're also going to have the opportunity to meet um, another poet, Kim ba- Basin. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm not saying her, her name correctly now. Mm-hmm. An Anishinaabe poet who is visiting Basar too. So uh, for me to just to be part of all the connections that are happening mm-hmm. uh, just makes me so happy. It makes my heart sing. That's great to have you both in, in studio. And of course, you have the support of your friend, and others, the, the American Studies and Art and Anthropology and all all of those institutions, right, to bring you both here and 
especially you, Gujral, to the Turtle Island, we call this. <laughs> it's not the United States mm-hmm. of America, because mm-hmm. that, that came on the ships. Okay. Now, what I view it is that we, we, we still have the view from the shore, and the ships are still coming, yeah. the, the Maria, the Santa Maria, the Pinta, and whatever the other one is, I forget. La Niña. La Niña. Yeah. Pinta, Pinta, Pinta. La Niña, La Pinta, y La Santa Maria. Yeah. If you look at those words, the, isn't it the, the painted saint who was a baby? If you take it all apart? Wait, the, I don't know. The, what do you the, mean? The, 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 what is, what's the first ship? There's a Niña. La Niña. Is, that's a baby, isn't it? It's a girl. girl. It means a girl. girl. Yeah. A, a little girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little girl. And then there's... La Pinta? Mm-hmm. La Pinta. I don't know what is that. that, that yeah. Paint? Painted? It's not paint, no, uh, no. The little? No. No. What is it? Pinta, what does it mean? La Pinta. We actually don't really know where that came, yeah. what that name came yeah. from. Yeah. Is the imaginary of the... Spanish people yeah. oh, back this, then. Yeah. So, someone said it was the painted one. Oh, La Pintada, yeah, maybe, okay. Yeah. And then there's... La Santa Maria. Yeah, the saint. Mm, saint Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they were all feminine forms right. that came yeah. to the land that is a feminine form they called America, America. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you take apart ame, in Spanish is... It, it comes from the verb to love. To love, yeah. and r- rica. Mm-hmm. Rich. Rich. <laughs> To love riches. Oh, wow. okay. So this is America, right? So I just wanted to say that's the work I do is taking these words that were imposed uh-huh. on us apart and what they really mean, wow. what their that's true intention was. That's yeah. my work too. That's great. And that, that art will come out. So, But I want to thank both of you for being here, Kutral and, and um, Montse. And I, I'm glad I'm getting the name straight here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and just, you know, you're all welcome. Next time you visit, you can come on to First Forces Radio once again. Um, but it's good. And what does Waikimia mean? It means um, golden spear. Golden spear. Yeah. Uh, I think it's so beautiful. Um, yeah. It is. yeah. I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I Thanks, hope. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how it goes, Waikimia. Yeah. It's, it's smooth and, yeah. But hey, just any last thoughts before we, we switch over to some music? Mm, I don't know. See you at the opening. Mm-hmm. We can talk and share knowledge. Yeah, same. Come through. Come through Thursday, 22nd, 5.30. At Vassar College. That's right. So you listen to First Voices Radio in Kutrel Vargas, Waimikia, and Montse Caro. Yeah, you you skipped my father's last name, but (laughs) Montse Madariaga Caro. That's all good. I'll get it it together. (laughs) And and, um, I'll see you in the future, both of you, really. Come to Abelengo, the event that we're having, that they are having, that everybody should be attending. Right, it's Thursday, February 22nd, 5.30 p.m. at the Palmer Gallery in Vassar College. And how do the people get hold of you? How they can reach us? Um, yeah. Well, so they Through can... Instagram, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and through email, yeah. yeah. Just I, Well, I work at Vassar College, so you okay. can look, look, look me up. Just look it up. Okay. Yep. Okay, so thank you very much. Thank again. you. Again, and um, again, this is First Voices Radio. Um... Any last thoughts I have 
basically I just want to say in my language which means I see you again in the future and it's an honor to have both of you in studio here on First Voices Radio thank you so much yeah. thank you thank you